everyone welcome back to sweet wine and dry humor i'm kylie and i'm krista and we're two college besties who drink wine and talk about all things real world women and hot news all while adding our own sarcastic twist let's drink disclaimer during the episode if you hear any sort of barking, growling, scratching, toy squeaking it is our dogs <laughs> in our house. We have no control over it. Um, just kind of let it go. So don't come at us because we're human. And also another disclaimer, we do not condone underage drinking. So when we say take a drink, if you're under 21, you better be grabbing your water. So we are really excited to be starting a new segment on the podcast. We are both avid fans of The Bachelor. We're going to be doing recaps. We're hoping for every week, but let me tell you, today we're going to be recapping (laughs) the premiere and also this past week's episode of The Bachelorette. We had a mishap with a laptop last week. A wine incident, one would say. And it was traumatic, so we are doing the best we can. We're working with what we got. So we are going to be kind of recapping both of them and then planning to do one every week. Here on out. Yeah. So the wine we were drinking last week when we tried to recap the premiere was from Narcissi Winery. It was black raspberry and it was like really great until we had a mishap. (laughs) That your computer also had some (laughs) Smells like a winery. But now we're drinking um, just a nice cup of coffee because we're old and we're tired and we got things to do today. We got to make up for it. You know, a little bit more responsible, so. All right, starting off with the premiere episode. I mean, I was already annoyed when they started putting her name in for like different words, like clarification. (laughs) And it just got worse from there. She cries so damn much. Uh, I can't stand how much she cries. It's like, and then they make her seem like this Disney princess, which like good for her, good for the bachelorette. She's going to get hate. She's going to get love. You know, I think it's fine. As the season's going on, I'm getting more and more annoyed with her presence. But the first thing that irritated me off the bat was the whole like, oh, coming out of quarantine, I tested negative for COVID. Here's me stretching my arms. Forward flash to the bunny. Forward flash to the bird. Back to me. Like, yeah. you are not Snow White. <laughs> I know. I Like, the when she even got the results that she was negative for COVID, it was so dramatic. Like, Chris Harrison had to knock on her door and be like, Claire, you are negative. It's like, you are not the father. Like, it, yeah, exactly. Is this an episode of Maury? I think another thing that we're really going to miss about this season is the fact that we're not in the Bachelor Mansion, and we can't go on elaborate dates, and we gotta gonna say this like high class resort. They're in the La Quinta. La Quinta. <laughs> like they're gonna get so much publicity out of this. I'm excited for them, really. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I mean, I think they're making the best out of the situation, but I think that the COVID really helped the guys to pull out major creativity in their entrances and things. It Hopefully, was just... it was their own and not the producers like telling them what to do. But I don't have high hopes for anything. Yeah, I don't know if any of this is even real. Is this even real? Probably not. So I took the liberty with all of my ridiculous spare time and actually wrote out the names, ages, occupation, specifics, and ratings on all of the guys that came in. I am not going to put you guys through that. So I'm just going to tell you my favorites and my least favorites. When we go hard, we go hard. So... 
instead of having you guys here for half an hour with me going over the millions of men that are swooning over Claire. So the ones that really stood out to me are Tyler because he did, he's a guy from West Virginia that had the Southern accent that did the Clark Griswold reference in the station wagon. There's room for kids and dogs. And he said dogs and he had me. Like that's all you gotta do. So 10 out of 10 for effort. Love it. And then he made an Uncle, um, Uncle Ed reference mm -hmm. later on and I was thriving. Then the other guy that stood out in a horrible way was Bennett. Oh. The wealth management, 36, Harvard grad. Pulled up in the Rolls Royce with a freaking scarf and loafers on. He, like, so I think annoying. he really just like didn't get me when he was like, you know, I'm from Harvard. Dropping the H-bomb. And I said, I promise you, I have never heard that before in my entire life. Yeah, no. Just because you went to Harvard doesn't make you a good person. You're still kind of a douche. You pulled up in a Rolls Royce with these loafers. Basically flaunting money. Well, that you probably don't have because of Harvard. So, But he is indeed trying to get it. Through going to The Bachelor and getting FabFitFun sponsorships. FabFitFun <laughs> for mail. The, what's the mailboxes? It's like the manly box where it's like a wooden crate that oh, they get in the mail. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> they do this. That's what he's trying to do. It's the male version of FabFitFun. Probably. Um, the other guy, and he was my second favorite, was Blake Mo Moines. Is that how you say it? I don't know, but I liked him too from Canada. Yeah, and he was the wildlife specialist, and he just gave us genuine hugs. Like, he just looked like a nice little teddy bear walking up and giving her a nice big old hug. He seemed like one of the very, very few that is there to actually see if he can, like, build a relationship with her. I mean, poor guy. Like, he should run while he can, but... <laughs> Especially with the second episode. It's like, Potentially ah! there for the right reasons. <laughs> um, and then we have AJ, who was the sophomore... Si sophomore... Sophomore. AJ, who was the software salesman. Um, I mean... Poor AJ. Just so yeah, awkward. Yeah, I mean, like, he stabbed her with the rings. I mean, she was going physically saying, ow. And he's just like, what? He's like, like do you know I make a really bad first impression? Let me just show you how bad it can get. Let me stab you with your blood. And then we have Ed. 10 out of 10 for creativity. He came up rolling in a bubble. I think he's the one that's supposedly from Pittsburgh. I mean, it doesn't say that anywhere, and I think on his bio it says he's from Miami, but I think he lives in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh? Yeah. Ah, Pittsburgh shout out. And then we have Zach, who was the one that had the bear farting booty cheeks in oh, the Zach. ring box and proposed with fart sounds. So what really bothered me about Zach was he was literally just trying to make a joke, but as soon as he went to the house, there was, I think it was like easy, said something along the lines of like, you know, do you really want your future husband to be making these types of jokes? And I said, oh my God, it's a joke. Sense of humor instead of being like a crazy person that jumps through a banner. Like literally, I don't know. Reliving those um, glory days of being a professional sports. I don't even know what he, he, he was played. like. Maybe football. Probably. I, I feel like they didn't pay attention. I feel like they all tried to be in the NFL at one point. Yeah, it's like I saw him jump through the banner, and I was like, meh. The Bachelor's nah. like, you were drafted once. You you don't play. Anymore. You played for three months. All right. I don't know. Let me see if I can find him. What was it? Easy. Yeah, I Easy is not his real name though. Yeah, but I think I put it as Easy. Yeah, sports marketing. So he works in sports marketing, and he popped through the paper, and he was very like cocky, and it was so annoying. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Then there was Dale. Wait, also Kenny. I loved Kenny. Oh, and yo, I still love Kenny. The boy band manager. That had the dogs he on the He just seat. makes me so happy. 
And then Dale. Then Dale. Dale. And you know, I get I have like a love hate relationship with Dale. Especially after this episode because it seems like a perfect fit. And, you know, she gets so excited. And obviously, she seems like she would spend most of her time with Dale. So, like, why don't you just, one, send all the other guys home and just get to know Dale and date him instead of, you know, you know you really care about him and then stringing on, you know, all 20-something other of these other guys. But part of me is, like, can you not just lead all 20-something of these other guys on if you're all about Dale, all about Dale? And I get annoyed because I feel like the producers are setting us up for failure. Something big's going to go down with Dale at some point this season. I agree. And I, I don't just, know why. I genuinely feel bad for the other guys because, you know, most of them are probably there for the experience and probably not there to find their future wife because they know, like, how the shows usually play out. But, like, they just are making it seem like the Clarendale show. And you just feel bad that, like, all these other guys yeah. put their life on hold for so long. Unpaid. Just to, like, get dumped and, I mean, let on by a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's absolutely outrageous. But anyway, moving on. Then she goes in after meeting all of her glorious men. Um, I mean, there was like a few conversations that kind of stood out to me. The one was with Joe, the anesthesiologist, who he like showed her this like origami tray. And I don't know if he like whipped that up real quick as soon as he got in the mansion or if he like brought that. (laughs) But then afterwards, she was like, these guys just make me feel so good. And I'm like, after the origami guy, like I just confused but so despite all of the bad conversations she probably had that night one big thing that did happen the night of the premiere was tyler c calling out yosef for his like previous instagram dms i mean i don't know how i feel about it i mean they were in quarantine you know i also get the feeling like why can't claire talk to all these guys you know, 20-something on the show and make out with them and whatever, but why can't he DM other girls when he can't reach out to Claire? One thing, like, I can see both sides as to, like, why that would be concerning, but also, like, I think they brought on so many men, extra men to begin with, that if he happened to be positive for COVID, like, he wasn't going to be on the show, like, he was going to be sent home so I don't understand like why DMing other girls was such a big issue if he was going to potentially not even be on the show so and then the other thing that I thought was kind of cool and I think it makes me like him even more is the fact that he did risk it and broke the rules and messaged Claire to make sure she was okay after what someone was diagnosed with Alzheimer's I think her mom was I think her mom's been diagnosed with Alzheimer's dementia for a while but she's in like a long-term care facility so when COVID started they obviously like shut them down and she wasn't allowed to see her so yeah I thought that was nice of Blake to do that and I mean it's not a big deal that he messaged her before the show and then he smooched her all, all he had to do was say, like, hey, Claire, thinking about you and your mom. And she didn't have to respond. Like, I don't understand why that's such a breach of contract. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so stupid because, you know, these shows, they air them for how many weeks. And they have to literally be hidden. Right. And can't share any of their life with anyone in the world until at the premiere or after the premiere or right. the finale. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, what's the point like I would hate that I would too I mean so I don't understand why messaging somebody is such a huge deal I don't either you meet them anyway exactly so obviously the first impression rose went to Dale um shocker, shocker there 
Uh, and then my favorite part was right before the rose ceremony when she's like, dude, now there was just some guys that I just like didn't get the chance to talk to. And I was like scrolling on Instagram the other day and one of the old bachelor people did a Q&A and they said most of the time the premiere takes 10 hours to film. So they're like, I don't, I don't understand why she didn't get to talk to some of these men when like she had 10 hours to yeah. get to know 31 of them. Like that's insane. Whatever. Um, so they all tested negative for COVID. Right. <laughs> do you have the guys that went home? I do. You so, want to list them? Yes. Yeah, so update. I might be missing some. I don't know. I was also drinking some wine when I watched it. So I very well could have missed. If I miss anyone, let me know. Um, Tyler. I'm pissed about that. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that you out You literally there. wrote your notes. Tyler. Frowny face pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so upset. He was so cute. He was so sweet. Um, and then Chris went home, Robbie went home, Jordan M went home, Paige went home, Jeremy went home, AJ went home, and Mike went home. Cool. Moving on. I don't know if you missed anybody because I wrote down the ones that stayed, so we should have better coordinated that (laughs) for next time. (laughs) Hey, Krista, do you know what I hate? What? How much money I spend on razors every freaking month, and I can never get a close shave with the ones I have. Oh, girl, you're going to the wrong things. I've been using Billy razors for about the past year. It's a subscription service. It's $9 every time you shave. You can do it every one, two, three months. You get a close shave. I do not get razor burn with them. They don't rust, and it comes with a magnetic shower mount that you can move to a different shower as well, and all kinds of cool stuff. So, and it's a woman-based company. We love that. It was founded in 2017, and they're awesome. We love to see it. We love women supporting women. So support other women and get some Billy. All right, now we're on to this week's episode of The Bachelorette. Um, I wrote preview of the show started, and I'm still annoyed. (laughs) <laughs> because it's literally the Dale show. Like, right off the bat, we're like, hey, here's yeah. Dale. And hey, they do that thing where the leads or the cast is, you know, somewhere. And they're just, like, yelling the lead's name into, like, the abyss. And I'm like, oh, okay, here we go again. Yeah, it's, a, I mean, and I get annoyed again. Once again, I'm super annoyed this whole entire episode. Like, I was just cringing. Yeah. But once again, they make her look like she's a princess and they toss that bitch in a tower and say, <laughs> and all the guys are proclaiming their love to Claire that they just met the day before. And it's like, um, excuse me, Disney, this seems copyright to me. Yeah, Disney's <laughs> going to come at them with some copyright <laughs> terms. It's like, this is not who we want representing. Yeah, so our first date was a group date. Um, Riley, Jordan, Ivan, Ben, Bennett, Zach times two. I'm going to guess there's two of them then. Dale and Yosef um, went on the date. And the theme of this wonderful group date was love languages. And I got to tell you, if any guy would ever come to me and say, we're going to go on a date and the theme is going to be love language, I would leave. Because I was so uncomfortable. Like, on a scale of 0 to 10, how uncomfortable were you throughout this time? Probably, like, a 12. Like, yeah. to the point where usually I can watch a lot of things, but watching, like, the physical touch and having, like, the worst part was that all the guys were standing in the room and she's like, 
pulling Dale in and tonsil hawking him. I it's know. Like, I'm so concerned, like, why they even were blindfolds to begin with. Because she just, I love smell. She's like, I know who they are by their smell. And I was like, you just I don't yesterday. think so, Claire. I just don't think that's how this works. Half of them probably wear the same damn clone anyway, so it's like. They probably are sharing because, let's be real, like, you're in the, the freaking La Quinta for, like, how many freaking weeks? <laughs> and like, there's no way that all those guys are as hygienic as they say. I'm just going to toss that out there the odds are probably like a third of them only shower once every three days i mean i would place money on it because like yeah. why would you you're in quarantine like you're on a show you're probably only seeing her maybe once a week for a few hours yeah. maybe yeah and even then you're probably talking to her for like five minutes yeah, so you just wear the clone week. and trick them like maybe they all wear the same clone as dale and they're trying to trick her into thinking that they are dale. I mean, after a while, I think the guys really catch on about how much she really likes Dale and how much it's, like, kind of fishy that she, like, likes him so much already. So, after a while, if I would see that, I would be like, you know what? I'm done. Let's ride this out. Let's, like, just get my free vacation out of it. And <laughs> let's, let's meet some friends. And let's like get out. I like happens all the time on The Bachelor or even The Bachelorette, both shows where... Like, all the girls, they fight over the guy while they're on the show, and then the second they leave, they're all BFFs. Like I agree. Like, Maddie and Hannah, they're now super close, but it's like, you guys were literally both. He chose Hannah Ann because Maddie left, and we know that. And then when you broke off, the, he broke off the engagement with Hannah Ann, he went straight back to Maddie, and then it didn't work out. So it's like, you guys are not best friends, but you were Eskimo sisters with this Exactly. And yeah, that, I mean, that season's a whole season in and of itself. That one really annoys me. If I see anything dealing with Peter and Kelly online, I have to like go past it because it just bothers me so much. It's cringy. It's like she's literally the fifth pick and he's like, meh. Fine. Good enough. We met before. It'll work. We'll see what happens. She's going to give me a place to live. I can get out of my parents' house. Let's go. Oh my God. Okay. So let's see here. Um, oh, okay. We go into the night portion of this freaking date. Okay. We sit there, and Claire is like, oh, okay, like, great, great day, blah, blah, blah. And then awkward silence. And then Bennett pulls her aside in mid-conversation. She's like, Bennett, I just, I need a minute because I just want to be present with you. And um, I, just, I just can't be present. I need to go address the group. I'll, I'll BRB. I said, that was a really good line that you memorized from your script, Claire. Like, yeah. great. Yeah, it's like she purposely made the point... You're, you guys aren't swooning over me enough and not giving me enough attention and jumping at me like desperate dogs that haven't been fed in weeks. So I'm going to go back and make a point so that way you guys all fight over me instead of being civil mature men that I said I wanted on the show. Yeah, I just don't... So say the men, like, never watched The Bachelorette before. And if you've seen it before, you know the night portion of the dates or when the elite is, like, sits down for, like, three seconds tops. And all the men are like, can I see you for a second? Can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? And she was mad because nobody apparently got that memo. So, I don't understand. Because they're being civil. Like, that also annoys me so much when mm-hmm. they sit down and they go, oh, excuse me, can I just have a moment? Can I steal her from you? I'd be like, no! Yeah, I would say no. I don't know why they're always so, like, yeah, willing to give her. Yeah, that's fine! Well, when they went back, when she went back to address the group, I forget who, Yosef maybe, was like, okay, well, if I can speak for the group. And she got all mad because he couldn't speak for the group. And then Riley or somebody brought up the fact that he was like, do not speak for me. I speak for myself. And I said, welcome to being a woman. Like, oh, yeah. 
Yep. You want your thoughts thought for you. You want somebody to speak over you. You want somebody to speak for you. Welcome to the life of being female. Being a lady. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, the whole entire thing was just like, Nyeh. Yeah. Nyeh. The whole, I mean, the whole episode is cringy, but that part. She's a drama queen. Like, it, I swear, every time this girl opens her mouth, she sounds like she's about to cry. Or she starts crying. And it's like, girl, make sure you're staying hydrated because I'm not sure that your tear ducts can keep up. I would quit wearing makeup. Because it's just going to streak. Or get those eyelash extensions. Get the eyelash Stop extensions. Stop crying. Comb them out. It's not cute, Claire. Like, I, she seems like, you know, she says, I'm a woman. At the end of the day, I'm a woman. Well, yeah, no kidding. But you're acting like a girl, <laughs> in my immature, opinion. yeah. Yeah. Like, swoon over me, and I deserve love. And you guys aren't giving me enough attention. And I'm like, oh. Oh, like, at first I felt for her, you know, she was on so many seasons, and it was finally her chance, and then now that she's, like, actually talked and opened her mouth, I'm like, oh, I see why it might not have worked in the other seasons. The first time, the second time, the sixth time. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. keeping count, really. Okay. Well, the first, the group date Rose went to Riley. Um, I guess the producers told her she couldn't give it to Dale, so she had to pick the second best. Does she know him? Probably not, but she just yelled out a name. That's probably common. And well, yeah, because hey. she didn't want to give it to Dale again. It's a Dale show. She might as well just send everybody else home. Well, she will eventually, yeah. so thank God. You know, ten weeks later, it's fine. Uh, so the first one-on-one date, one-on-one date went to Jason, and he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. Until and, they sat down for the date. Yeah. And he was like, I have, I have demons and I'm afraid they're going to come out. Which, I mean, like, I get it. But you know when you go on that show that they are going to expect you to pry apart your past. That's the whole point. So I don't know if they purposely, like, made him do that to give him that edge. Probably. To up. But, like, he, you know, he was pretty quick to crack that walnut shell with Claire and break on down and tell her how felt so yeah i mean as soon as he said the word demon she's like tell me the demons right now right now i'm like let's 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 smash some plates and then um let's talk about it and then let's burn my dress from one pablo season and i was like what a lady what degree do you have that gives you the right to be a therapist right (laughs) now i felt like i was sitting in therapy well i mean hairstyle is kind of our therapist i guess but she should not be giving guidance especially with her Another thing that she said, oh, I wrote this down in my notes, um, when they were, like, walking to the fireplace that was probably, like, 10 feet outside her door. Yeah. um, She says, Jason, I don't know why this gets brought up, but Jason says about how he used to be heavier and he lost, like, 100-some pounds. And she goes, oh, you've been eating too many chocolate chip waffles and Nutella. And I was like, are you fat shaming? Like... That was just so inappropriate. I was like, there are so many other reasons why people could be overweight. Yeah. And you pick the Nutella. You eat Nutella and waffles. <laughs> like, oh my god. As you are sitting there in a non-private space, ten feet from the La Quinta Hotel with their public fire pit, probably. And then they start screaming, and I'm like, oh my goodness. I was like, waiting for the cops to come. Like, what happened? This man was uncomfortable, and I just felt bad. Well, yeah. I mean, you barely know this guy, and then you're like. Tell me your demons. And it's like, oh my God. He says everything's in the past for a reason. You're sitting there, tell me, tell me, 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 tell me. And every time, like, he would say something, she was like, well, 
Did you did you see my um season of The Bachelor when I was on for Juan Pablo? Yeah. And the guy's probably like, I don't care. Yeah, like why does she expect I'm practically a celebrity, watch me on my other seasons, then come on mine. She said, Did did you did you watch? Like I, <laughs> I would have been like days? No. Like I don't care. Like Okay, great. You were on Juan Pablo season. You were on like, The Bachelor in Paradise one and ago. two, ba- or Bachelor Winter Games. Probably another six or seven shows, and now you're The Bachelorette. Like, were you? I don't know. Like, was she yeah. threatening the show now, with when, something? When was Juan Pablo season? It was like what seven years ago, right? Six or seven, yeah. Six or seven. Okay, so you think half these guys are like in their late twenties, right? So you're telling me at twenty one, this dude sitting in his college dorm. Pulling up the bachelorette. He's like, all right, boys, the bachelor. it's time. Let's crack open a, a beer and let's watch Claire and on The Bachelor. And seven years from now, that's going to be me. I'm coming for her. You wait. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Moving on from that, you know, train wreck. The second group date with the strip dodgeball. I... Uncomfy. I was so annoyed for all of those men because they're... You know, she wanted these grown, mature men, but she's like, hey, by the way, we're going to play strip dodgeball. And she's sexualizing, you know, she's first one, I'm a woman, I'm a proud woman, you know, I deserve to be treated equal, blah, 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 blah. And then you're literally sitting there sexualizing these men by making them strip down during dodgeball for your attention. How do you think that would go over if they made them do that on The Bachelor with a whole bunch of women? You think if you had women stripped down to a little bit of nothing, that would go over well? well? Don't you remember during Pilot Pete season when they had the boxing ring with the pillow fight and they were all in like oh, yeah. lingerie or in um, PJs? And that episode really pissed me off too. And all the girls were like so quick to do it. I'd be like, no. I understand that physical attraction is probably the first thing you notice about a person, but let's not make it obvious on national television. Yeah, I was going to say, let's not make, toss them in, you know, right. a nice little matching set on TV. Like, you'd catch me in my extra large Guns N' Roses t-shirt. If you want to know what these guys look like, probably just, like, search their Instagram handle, yeah. and you can find a shirtless pic of them on their yeah. Instagram. Gee, if you're okay with fighting with, you know... 30 other men over one woman on national television, you definitely have a shirtless pic on your Instagram. Like, don't, like, some of these men are probably not comfortable, like, taking their shirts off. And, like, some of them were, like, butt naked. So, and then Actually, they, like, the little boxes over their dink bag on TV. And they had to walk themselves back to their resort, like... <laughs> With no clothes on at the La Quinta. Oh, the La Quinta. <laughs> That, that place poor, needs to deep clean after this season. <laughs> that poor chauffeur taking them to and from. <laughs> oh, my God. See, can't unsee those things. <laughs> uh, and then the winning, so the winning team got to spend more time with her afterwards. Um, and then Blake crashed the date. Oh, before that, though, um, do you remember when she was talking to the guy and she said something about, oh, like, I never went to prom. Okay, there's mm-hmm. proof. Some woman. Thank God. Posted a picture on Instagram that says, Claire, you are one big liar. My husband took you to prom while you guys went to high school that's together. hilarious. So I was like, that's that's funny. But, okay, so the evening portion of the date, um, it was like nothing super serious. Blake Moyne's the one you like from Canada. Yeah, I love him. He was on the losing team, so he had to go back to the resort and, like, not spend time with her at night. And then he decided, F this, I'm going to go see her. So he did, and then the men were so butthurt about it. They were like, 
we're gonna charge in there while they're talking together, and, and we're gonna try to break it up. Wait, but you know, she's, so it's a catch-22 because she's saying, you're not giving me enough attention. Right. You're not fighting over me. You're not being aggressive enough as trying to talk to me and steal me away from other guys, and then when one of them dies, like, all the other guys get super butthurt about it, but he's, she's, he's literally doing what she mentioned. Exactly. And then the only other exciting thing that happened um, during that episode was Brandon. And one thing I noticed about this season is that they're not putting their names below when they have personal or individualized interviews. So it's, yeah, I'm finding it very like hard very to often, figure out yeah. who's who. Brandon's the one who looks like Neve from Catfish. And he pulled her aside and she's like, why, why do you like me? And he was like, I don't know, like, I saw you, and, like, you were cute, so I figured I'd come on your season. But she's like, do you know anything else about me? But does he, she know anything else about him? And I was like, no, like, obviously he doesn't know anything about you, neither do these other guys. And if these other guys are telling you that you're the kindest person, like, they're liars. Yeah, they're pulling it out. Unless they're him. Dale, because he does really know her from before. But I was like, so why, why are you so butthurt? And she she sends him home because she doesn't want that. And I'm like, oh... That's so annoying because... Do you know how many temple rubs I had to do during that episode to, like, bring down the headache? Because I just, like... She gives me migraines! I need, like... I don't know. I'm gonna need something heavier to drink during the next episode on Instead Tuesday. Instead of wine, we're gonna switch to rum or whiskey. And, you know, he was probably there for a sponsor or to get noticed because it's national television. But, like, who isn't there to get some type of attention? Yeah. yeah. Uh, moral of the story, the Rose went to Chasen. Maybe Jason. I have no idea. It sounds the same to me. And they're not putting names up. So I can't. Yeah. They cannot expect <laughs> like me. It's like they pick or choose. Like I know when the whole drama went down with Riley. I speak for myself. You know when they put the interview up of him. It was just him. Right. And they put Riley on it. So I was like uh, what the heck. So. <sighs> yeah. I mean that was basically the end of the episode. Nobody went home. They're, I guess they're going to do that next week. I mean, that's all we have to cover. So we cover the first week, second week, and once we get no more computer problems and Kylie gets her new computer, hopefully we'll be putting these out every Monday night, the night before the next episode, so it keeps you nice and fresh for what's going on the next one. Yep, and then hopefully we'll have episode two episodes out a week. A week. Until that's the Bachelorette the ends. We're not reliable, and I don't care. Well, so we are reliable. <laughs> it's just that the universe says screw you. Usually things don't ever actually go the way we plan. So we're going to attempt for two weeks. I mean, we thought that and then here we are with wine and a computer and using an iPad to record. So <laughs> we're going to make it work. Things I'm banking on all my life problems to be fixed by next Wednesday <laughs> when the UPS man comes to the door. Things will get back. Maybe we'll have, you know, our lives together by Thanksgiving. That's the plan. That's the goal. I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen for me, but those are some high hopes I'm willing to hold on to. But we'll see. And then we'll go back to one episode a week. Maybe yep. more. Eh, who knows? We'll but until next time, guys. See you later. Bye.